to all the moms. Moms of children who are still at home or all grown up. Moms who've outlived a son or daughter. Or moms of babies they never got to hold. Moms who've raised kids all on their own or became a mom to someone who needed one. Moms of children who have wandered from God or the longing to be moms who are still waiting. God perfectly arranged each of you into the role you have today. His word recognizes you as capable, strong, and praiseworthy. Everything you do makes our lives more beautiful. Happy Mother's Day. Um, for those of you that maybe this is your first time with us or it's been a while, I am Pastor Tiffany, and I do want to say Happy Mother's Day to all of you. Um, I'm just bringing a tad. Um, but one of the things um, I do want to say to you today is many of you are in the house, um, and our dear friend Missy passed away. And so I just, um, I went back and forth on whether to um, take a moment and honor her or to just go on. Um, and I felt the Holy Spirit give me permission. So here's the other thing. If you want a funny Mother's Day, the last two years were really funny. <laughs> I was funny. I, I was thinking back about me being funny. In the past two Mother's Day, I was super funny. Today, I don't think I'm going to be super funny. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I, I believe that I, I have a message that I w want to share with you. And so um, if you knew Missy, um, she passed away on Friday at 927 in the morning. Um, and I have a couple funny Missy stories, if that's okay with you. Um, and Missy's husband, DJ, and his girls are home um, this morning. So if you know them and just want to text them or shoot them a message or drop by and love on them, you are um, more than welcome to. And Missy's um, visitation will be on Tuesday evening um, from 6 to 8, correct? And the funeral will be on Wednesday at 2 p.m. at um, at Wanchi's assembly. So just so you guys know all that information. So a uh, couple Missy-isms. Um, one of the things, if you ever knew Missy, she was Miss Positivity. So anybody know Miss Positivity? So if you got your hair cut from her, it was Miss Positivity. You were not allowed to be around her and talk negatively. Um, so I took my strength finders and my number one was Positivity. So I was a, I was a seal deal, you know? And um, so, but this is a super funny. So on Monday, I took Missy, she uh, was having a little process where she was getting um, her stomach pumped weekly, and so Monday we went. And so, um, you know, when you're, when you're walking through something, anybody ever find a song that ministers to you? Anybody ever find a song that you're like, you just play it over and over and over and over again? Um, and so I have found the song that I've just been enjoying, you know? Um, and so I got in the car with her, and um, we were riding on the road. I'm like, I got us a song. And she was like, okay, and um, what's the name of it? More than able by, so it might minister to you by, it's by Elevation or, yeah, or Maverick City, one of the two. Anyway, so I'm like putting it on and I'm driving. So my, I'm not, my eyes aren't closed, but I'm just like worshiping the Lord. And she's just sitting there, you know, just sitting there. And I get done. I'm like, don't you love that? And she looked at me and she goes, not really. <laughs> and I was like, it was so funny. So anyway, so she, 
she proceeds to turn on this song. Anybody ever know Kanye West? Like, Kanye West has this song called Closed on Sundays. Like, I, I, like, was busting out, like, closed on, so anyway, so my new song is now Closed on Sundays. Um, But, you know, I just thought, one of the things that she said is, is this is what she said, she said, I don't like, I don't like that kind of slow, like, sad music, I want happy. So I thought about this morning as I was worshiping the Lord, here's the thing, I'm not denying missing somebody, I'm getting closer to her by celebrating who God is. Because when you're in heaven, all you do is worship. All you do is stand before the throne and go, holy, 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 are you? And so this morning, I thought, you know what, devil, you're not still in my praise because that's exactly what she's doing this morning. And so I just want to encourage you anytime, not just Missy, but anytime, my dear friend Heather's back there, and she's so close with Missy as well. But you know what, we, we've actually cried, but we've laughed probably more than we've cried. And that's because, what the guess what, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We do not face death as those who have no hope. We actually don't have to face death death sad even though we miss someone we can miss their physical bodies and rejoice because there's a heaven amen so I just want to encourage you with that you know um, I'm not going to promise I'm probably not going to not cry because I might because I like I don't know about you but I like some flesh and blood but I do not like it more than I like eternity amen amen so um, I just want to encourage you with that and um, there was one other missyism I was going to share with you but and that's slipping my mind. So um, I, I am going to share a message a little bit based on this flow this morning. Um, and, and so if you'll just, if you want to turn with me in your Bibles, if you want to turn with me in your Bibles, and I'm going to read a, 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 a scripture. What's interesting to me is that things can be weighty but not heavy. I want you to know things can be weighty but not heavy. And the thing I want to share with you this morning, I believe is weighty, but it doesn't have to be a burden because the Bible says that his burdens are easy and his yoke is light. So, so just because something's weighty in God, does not mean you, because here's the thing, things that are important to God should be important to us, but he's given us just like Mackenzie so beautifully shared, he's given us the Holy Spirit to help us do all these things and to teach us and walk with us. And so I wanted to share this scripture with you out of Psalms. 90 verse 12. Take it down one second. Just one second. I wrote this down. I was praying for a particular mother. It's probably been about two months ago. I was sitting on my couch in the morning. And I was praying over a particular mother and I wrote her name down. And I want to say something on this beautiful, beautiful Mother's Day. And my mom's here, so let's just take a moment. And you want to stand up? And y'all can honor her. She is lovely, isn't she? Yes, she's very lovely. And not only is she beautiful on the outside, her beauty is extremely radiant on the inside. If you've ever wanted to serve the Lord and you ever needed someone to look at, you can just look at her. Um, And she's, you know, my mom's kind of a, kind of a stickler. She's kind of a no-nonsense girl. And she gave her heart to the Lord, not because it was modeled, but because it was unctioned from the Holy One. She saw the way that her own family lived and chose not to live that way. The Bible says that eternity is set within the heart of a man or woman. 
And there was a longing within her to serve the Lord, not by based on what she saw, but by what she knew from the inside. And at 12 years old, she tells the story. She said the Holy Spirit was dealing with her. So she said she finished up the dishes, folded up the towel, and got down on her knees and gave her heart to the Lord. And then she's served the Lord ever since then. Not one day, not one day, have I ever seen them not have their eyes on Jesus. She's 80, she'll be 84 at the end of this month. She met my dad at 14. He was 16. He was bad. She was good. <laughs> she said, if you like me, you have to like Jesus more. End of story. They're together. Thanks, Mom. You're beautiful. You're lovely. Yeah. I say that to say what I'm getting ready to say, which might feel not so motherly on Mother's Day. Motherhood is not the end all. I know. And, and I, I'm cautious to say something like this on Mother's Day because I want to make sure that we honor moms. That's not my whole goal. But our whole goal in life is not motherhood. Our whole goal in life is servanthood. Our whole goal in life, our whole goal in life is to be a Christ follower. It doesn't matter if we have children if we don't know where to point them to. And so, so though this is a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful day and we and I I'm I'm probably gonna get honored. I had a message on my mirror. My kids have already asked me. I, and, and I want to honor you, but I want to make sure that you don't stop at motherhood. Because that's not where you started. Servanthood is our goal. Christ followers is our goal. Amen. And so as you're raising your children and as you're loving your children, we weren't the most important thing in my mother's life. Jesus was. And we knew it. Because when we hit the word, the word trumped us. And so I, whatever little adjustments need to be made in your life this morning, or if you're on a path where it seems like all your attention is on there, it seems like all your focus is on there, it seems like everything that you do is focused on your children, pause for a moment and take your focus off of here and put it on here because you only do here well if you're doing here. Amen? Your children should hush during your quiet time. Shh, shh. I'm talking to Jesus and you don't want me to beat you anymore. I'm just <laughs> you getting a spanking is dependent upon my spirituality. Amen. I spank a lot more if I was when I was unspiritual because I lose my reasoning. Amen. Then I'm working out of my flesh and not out of my spirit. So, amen. So Psalms 90 verse 12 out of the Passion Translation. Miss Patty. Can you, um, I'm going to grab these two things from you. And this. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Anybody ever go to a baby shower and they have like, guess how many things are in here? Um, so I have two jars of my two favorite candies. So if you like them, great. Uh, caramel creams and dark chocolate. So anyway, any moms, um, if you want to take a guess at what's in either of these jars, any, any moms, 
Just guess. Throw it out. Throw out the dark chocolate. What's that? What did you say? No, we're not passing it around. You can't calculate. <laughs> Kenzie's like, okay, da, 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 da. there's five on this side. That means there's five all around. This is how many deep. Okay, throw out a number. 70. Okay, Miss Angie said 70. One more. Give Miss Angie some help. 110. 110. Okay, any more givers? How much? 96. Okay. 84? Who was my closest? It was actually 62. All right, Miss Ange. One more. Caramel creams. 54. Who else? 47? One more. 45. Carly, you're my girl. It's 32. Carly, you should have glad you came to church today, girl. Amen. Psalms 90. Here we go. The reason I did this is because we're counting. Help us to remember that our days are what? Numbered. Help us to remember that our days are numbered and help us to interpret our lives how? Correctly. Holy Spirit, I ask, with your help, that this word would flow freely from me and minister to every single person in the room. I admit my own weaknesses and my own frailty in my own heart that's sad. But I thank you that you are good and always good. And Father God, we draw from that strength today. Help us to number our days correctly and give you glory in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. I'm going to talk about four seasons of life. Four seasons of life. Um, the first season is this, if you're a mother, is baby and toddler season. Baby and this is called the zombie season. The, the, the I wake up and have no idea what just happened season. I go to bed and have no idea that I just slept because I didn't sleep kind of season. This is, and so I think I have a friend in the house that's in this season. Where is Emily? Emily's in this season, right? Are you in this season? And do you have something for me? You have a flower for me? We thought I gave it to you. You're giving it back to me. Happy Mother's Day, Emily. Emily has a little girl. Her name is Poppy. And Poppy's how many months? Three months old. Give it up for Emily. She has a sister close by that's in a very similar season, except for she has a uh, preschooler and a toddler, so neither one of them are sleeping. Um, and so uh, do I have any other moms in this toddler? Carly is. Who else is in that season? Yeah, you're in this season. And so we just, we bless you. Our daughter Mackenzie is, she has two and one on the way, and so she will not sleep for like the next five years. It's fine. Um, and so, um, you know, when my kids were little, my sister and I, who I adore, um, we, um, we didn't have kids. She had kids later. I had kids earlier. And so one of the things that she, we used to love the show Fame. Do I, any old people that know the show Fame? Yes. Um, and she would call me and she'd be like, do you know Fame comes on at 2 a.m.? 
And I was like, I didn't think anybody else was awake and when I was awake, you know, like how you feel so sorry for yourself because you think you're the only one who's sleep deprived, you know. So anyway, so um, this is the season. This is the season of infant toddler. Uh, next um, comes our raising teenager preteen season. Raising teenager preteen season. And I have a friend in the house. Her name is Sam. Can you give it up for Sam? Sam's one of my favorite people. I love you, Sam. You have how many teenagers right now? Four. Whoa. In the name of Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. And uh, that's a busy season. That is a season where, where you're, um, uh, there's almost no words um, for high school season and, and, and preteen season. Um, and, and one of the things is, is that um, you're not as much physically tired. You're, you can be a little bit mentally tired because you have to learn something new every day, like how to do Snapchat. How, you have to be really smart to be a, teena- a parent teenager, you know, a teenager of a parent. You have to be on your game. And so th- this, is a, this is a really interesting season of your life. And it feels like a season that never ends. You're like, when will you leave again? No, this season. And so can I tell you that teenager season was probably one of my most fun seasons of our life. Uh, God at that time had blessed us with a a very large house. um, And we had teenagers all over it every day. This one kid used to come to our house. His name was Alan Chavez. And he actually did not use a cup for his milk. He used his mouth. And he would walk in and he would be pouring it. And I, I mean, to know him is to think he's crazy as all get out. And I promise you. But we, we always, you, when you came to our house, there was always, always teenagers at our house. Um, and we loved it. I feel like my, my daughter gives me one of the greatest compliments of my life. And she says that we raise teenagers very, very well. We were all up in their grill. I love to tell a story about Mackenzie one time when she said she was going to go to this um, club. And um, Kenzie has served the Lord all the days of her life. And she walked in and she said, I think I'm going to go to, it was called what? Suds night at the pit, whatever that is. If your kid says they're going to Suds night, absolutely not. You know? And um, she walked in, she's like, I think I'm going to go to Suds night at the pit. And I was like, really? Well, you and the Holy Spirit have fun there. And she was like, whatever, I'm not going. I was like, fine. (laughs) You know, because here's the thing. At this point, at this point, here's the other part too. At this point, they're learning to hear his voice above your voice even. At this point, you have trained them and are training them to yield their life to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And they're going to make mistakes because they're not, they're, they're, they have a flesh and they want to do what they want to do. But I'm going to tell you something. Trust your, teach your kids. Teach your kids to yield. What's the Holy, you should ask your kids, hey, what's God saying to you? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? How's he talking to you? What, what's it, hey, when you get ready to make a decision, whether it's take dance, play soccer, and by the way, your child is not good at everything. They're only probably good at like one or two things. So to have them in everything just makes you exhausted and them exhausted. Just a note to self. Um, anyway, but even before you do a sport or you do a dance or you do something, why don't you pray with your child and say, Holy Spirit, show us and teach us if this is where we should spend our time. Because how many of you know, guess what? The Bible says our days are limited. And where are, because guess what? It says this, help us interpret our days correctly, correctly. All right. The next season is this. Um, It's the empty nest season. 
It's the empty nest season. Um, and Miss Diane Boyd's here, and she has a flower for me. Can you just, as she stands, can you just honor her and clap for Miss Diane Boyd? I honor you this morning. Miss Diane's lost her son. Um, Miss Diane, how many years has he been passed away? Just three years. Um, and I heard Tim Tebow say this one time, and I don't know why it resonated with me. He said, nobody ever looks at me when we're winning. They just look at me when we're losing. Most people never really look at our lives when things are going well. They do check us out when things are hard. And I will say that you were a beauty to watch. You were lovely and still are. She was so lovely. And she let us hold her and she shared her grief with us. And she never did not even do a small group. She might cry through it, but she let us love her and she loved us. And the pain of that was actually um, doable because she let the body of Christ love her. It was a wonderful thing. Thank you. We adore you. But she is an empty nester. She has some precious grandchildren, and she has a daughter that is living that has given her some grandchildren, and, um, but they don't live here, so she is an empty nester. And that season is interesting. It can be very wonderful, and it can be very difficult. Miss Angie's smiling with tears about to run down her face. Her only daughter is getting ready to graduate, and they've put a lot of attention on that one. <laughs> but the beautiful thing is, is when our attention's on him, then we don't miss a beat. And so, and so as we enter into this empty nest season, the Bible says this, older women teach the younger women how to do things. So in this empty nest season, I'm in that empty nest season, we still have energy and we still have time. Two things that people with toddlers don't have. And guess what? I have it. I have time and I have energy. And it is my delight and privilege to pray with you, to hold your hand, to take your calls, to minister to you, to do small groups with you. It is our delight and privilege of women that are empty nesters to give back what you don't have time for right now. And so all you empty nest women, it is your time to, to fulfill the purpose and all the wisdom that God has in your life. What a delightful, delightful season we're in. Amen. Who's my empty nesters? Miss Beth is an empty Misty. If Misty has a small group, run. Run to it. Oh, yeah. Misty's having baby number two, so she's not doing one. Next time. Grandkids. I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> I read this meme. I read this meme yesterday that said that said the only the only um, trick. It wasn't the word trick isn't the right word. The only thing the only smart thing uh, a, um, a mom should do, or an only smart thing um, a, ch- a a mom of children should do is live near her and live near the grandparents. And I started laughing. I was like, so Misty's kids live all the way in Colorado. So she's flying out there. But um, any, any empty nesters, Beth is an empty nester. Raise your hand. But even though we have grandchildren, we're empty nesters. Here's the thing. We're available. Tina, raise your hand. 
Almost. She's not an empty nester. She's got teenagers, but she's got time. They're all in high school. Here's the thing. If you're an empty, Mr. Robin, she's back there. She's like, we would love to bless you. We would love to serve you. Amen. And then our last season, the golden years, the golden years. Mom, do you have that flower? These are the golden years. Let me see how much time I got. This is where your children look at you and you're praiseworthy. This is where you get to sit and look at the fruit of the seeds that you've sown. And you get to enjoy the goodness of God in this season. And you know, one of the things that's very interesting about this bouquet is this. Every single one of these flowers by themselves is beautiful. But when you put them all together, it does make a stunning display of God's goodness. I'm going to leave you with four things. This applies really for all of us, but moms take heart. I'm sorry, three things, three things. This, decrease speed and increase engagement. Decrease speed and increase engagement. How many of you are cruise control people? I love cruise control. How many of you know you don't use cruise control in the town of Manio? And some of us have put our lives on cruise control and we're trying to get fast somewhere and we're missing some big highlights that God's trying to do. Slow down. Be present. You don't get do-overs. We get to spend eternity together. But on this life... You don't get to go back. Calm down. I remember once calling my mom. I was working, and Mackenzie was little, and she was in my office. And I was getting after her. I think she must have been like two or three, and I was like, put your shoes on, put your shoes on. And my mom was on the other line. She said, why? And I was like, because I said so. And she was like, does it really matter? And I was like, Probably not. And at that moment, she said that to me. That, and here's the thing. Say things that matter. Make children obey for things that matter. Amen. Number two. Decrease temporal for what's eternal. Decrease temporal for what's eternal. Mom's in the house. Most things we think are important were not taken with us. Make the things of God weighty in your home. Not heavy, not have-tos, but get-tos. We get to serve the Lord. We get to be generous with our increase. We get to make a meal for someone. 
We get to. We get to serve in our local body. We get to come. You don't wake your kids up and say, get to church. We have to get there. Don't. Church is not their punishment for the love. It's their delight. Today, we get to go to the house of the Lord. We get to worship and we get to serve and we get to. Don't make things temporal. Don't, don't make things that are temporal weighty. Make things that are eternal weighty. Amen. Last one. Since we've been on the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, it's this. Decrease your to-do list so you can listen to the Holy Spirit's list. And teach your children this. Say, I have an unction from God that we're supposed to make a meal for somebody. Would you be willing to help me do that and then help me deliver it? Ask your children when you walk in the grocery store. Say, is there anybody you feel led? You could teach them little things. Clean your closet out, not the stuff that you don't like. The stuff you do like. Is there anybody you feel led to give? I remember our kids got a wonderful four-wheeler. It was beautiful. Someone had bought it for him brand new. It wasn't even us. Someone had bought it for him brand new. And we moved here. And Mackenzie felt led to give it to somebody. Now, Chase didn't feel as led. <laughs> it was like, I don't feel not leading on the Holy Ghost, you know. So I said, well, why don't you guys keep praying about it till you feel an unction? And pretty soon they did. And they actually felt, they gave a, they gave a four, it was amazing. And they felt led to do it. Teach your kids to be led. And I'm going to leave you with the last scripture. Stand up. I love you. Thank you for letting me be me today. I really do appreciate your graciousness and your preciousness. Hebrews 13 verse 21 says this. May he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. Father God, may you bless them and keep them. Make your face shine upon them. Give them strength and wisdom to lead and to raise. May they know that they're a handiwork and they're beautiful in your sight. We thank you for it. May they be honored and loved and cherished today. In Jesus' precious holy name, and everybody says, amen. Mamas, dads, if you'll go get the kids so the moms don't have to. And open your wife's door. And if she wants to take a nap, just let her. That's what we really want is sleep. And the moms, you can go out and you can pick your blooms. And we have a little basket that you'll put them in. And then you can go home and count your years. Amen. We love you and we will see you back next Sunday. Have a blessed day.